Hi there. This is Monica Hooper for the What's Up podcast. I am joined today by Diana Campos. She is the winner of the 2023 Fayetteville Film Prize. She won the pitch prize to make her documentary film, Poultry, which is about chicken catchers working in poultry factories here in Northwest Arkansas. Welcome, Diana. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you. Um, you're um, a Northwest Arkansas native. You grew up here, right? Yes, I grew up in Springdale. I was born and raised there. Okay, and then you're living here again now. Yep, um, I'm I'm back home for the time being. <laughs> so I'm with my family in Springdale still okay. right now. And you um, you just graduated from New York University. Yes. <laughs> um, what did you get your degree in? Um, I got a dual degree, so I got a BA in cinema studies, and then I also got a BFA in film and television production mm -hmm. um, at NYU. It was like a great experience. <laughs> okay. Um, so how did you become interested in filmmaking? Yeah, so actually I did um, journalism in mm -hmm. high school. Yeah, that was like my thing. I actually applied to every other university as a journalism major that I applied to, but I had always been like, oh, New York would be so cool. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just gonna apply, you know, who knows what happens. And I applied for cinema studies because I had always been really into, you know, the like the analytical side of film. Mm -hmm. So, and that's usually what I did. I did like reviews on like the um, newspaper for school, so. I was like, I'll just apply to cinema studies. And then I got in, it was so random. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Um, and then after I had been there for two years, I was like, I might as well apply for the production mm -hmm. um, major as well. So I did an internal um, application for that. I got accepted into film and TV. And then I did that for two years as well. Um, so yeah, I just took like the first two years at NYU, I took mostly like, Cinema studies classes, which are just like, we watch movies, we talk about them. That's like mm -hmm. the whole purpose of cinema studies. And I took, at NYU, they have these things called open arts classes. Mm -hmm. And you can take like a dance class without being a dance major, or you could take like a music class without being a music major. So I was like, I'm just gonna take a filmmaking class, see how it goes. Um, and it was a documentary filmmaking class. And I really liked it because I did one on my roommate and her dogs, <laughs> and uh, it was fun. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I might as well just try it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's why I applied, mm -hmm. and then really loved it. Did a couple films in in college, and then I was like, I need to do something bigger, <laughs> probably. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's what really got me into filmmaking. But I've always been a big like film person. Okay. Yeah. All right. Were there any um, like documentaries that you got to work on during your time in film school? I didn't. I worked on the only one I really worked on that wasn't like my little ones that I did mm -hmm. for that class was my friend's documentary um, that she did. At NYU, they have like these um, levels and hers was her... Um, oh, what is it called? Her intermediate project which is like a longer short like it's like 10 minutes mm -hmm. um and hers was about you know the Puerto Rican people who are in New York because she's Puerto Rican 
Um, and it was just so much fun because documentary, you know, it's like not I feel like it's not as stressful mm -hmm. as narrative in mm -hmm. a lot of ways. And you have a lot more like general freedom with what you get done. Like if you don't get something, that doesn't mean it's like the end of their film. Like it just me could mean that the film is not going in a different direction. So I feel like that's the nice part about documentaries and why they're sometimes more fun mm -hmm. than making a narrative film. Um, so yeah, that's like my the extent of my documentary experience. Okay. All right. Um, and then did, um, so did you attend any of the Fayetteville Film Festivals when you were growing up here in Northwest Arkansas? I actually did not. And the <laughs> reason I went to this one was because my sister was like, you should go. I think you should. Yeah. She was like really encouraging me to go. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay, I'll think about it. We had just come back from like a trip. So I was like, I don't know. It's at the end of the week. I'm like tired from the <laughs> trip. She's like, no, you should go. You should go. So I ended up going. And then she showed me like the pitch, uh, like website where you could sign up. And I was like, oh wait, actually, yeah, I should go <laughs> and yeah. like try this out, see if it works out. Um, and it went so well. Like I just loved. I've I've gone to a couple of film festivals like at school, but I was always like not fully there because you know I had class or like I had to do something. And I actually like spent like most of my time at the film festival this time. So I was like, wow. This is nice because I'm, like, meeting a lot of people. Um, so it was a great experience, honestly. I had a really good time, too. It was my first one. I mm. um, Last year I got to write about it, but um, my, I, I believe it happened, like, the weekend my mother-in-law had surgery, and so we had to um, go out of town. But I was so impressed by just how many different stories there were just in that one area, and so many people were so motivated and had done all this work. It was really inspiring. Um, how did the pitch prize um, workshops, how did you like those? Um, the pitch prize workshop was good to attend because I think a lot of the advice I would get from um, while I was at the university was like how to pitch something over email more so oh. than pitching something verbally. Um, like, they were like, oh, make a treatment, you know, write a pitch deck, like a slide presentation, basically, that you could send to people. But I had never had to, like, actually do a pitch, like, no slides, nothing, <laughs> like, just straight up, like, talking. Uh, so I think it was really helpful. And, and also the time constraint was very helpful because I think a lot of the times you don't have, like, 30 minutes to talk to somebody over what you're going to talk, like, what you want to make a film about. So it was helpful to have that, like, time constraint be, like, realistic. Like, this is, like, amount, like the actual amount of time you probably have to talk to somebody about a film you're wanting to make. Okay. So for uh, my listeners who um, were unfamiliar with the uh, Pitch Prize, um, the Fayetteville Film Festival, I don't know if they started it last year, but they bring in these two gentlemen from um, the Bonsai Creative, I believe that's what yes. it's called. Um, and they're out of L.A., and they actually work with um, filmmakers who apply for this, um, the Fayetteville Film Prize, and they teach the participants in the workshops how to pitch pri or how to pitch their films. And then this year, they had um, 
the finalists from that contest get up in front of a room full of people at the prior Center and pitch their film idea to the crowd. So was that your first time doing a pitch like that? Yes, it, it was, was super stressful. Honestly, <laughs> the entire day I was like, this is like, I, I need to sleep for like 10 hours after this. Um, because I had only like, like I said, I had only done it like in a class setting. It wasn't that serious. Like um, the topics were like, you know, mostly like just fun like little pitches that you could do in class they weren't like you know an actual state like there are actual stakes in it <laughs> yeah. um and I had only done in front of like other students so to have like a bunch of strangers just like <laughs> in the audience it was super stressful but I think it was a good experience for me because I'm so terrible at public speaking I feel like sometimes and I get very stressed, so it was good exposure. Yeah, you, you did so well. I was. Yeah, thank you. I, I thought all of you did. I mean, I wouldn't have known that any of you hadn't gotten up there and, and pitched an idea like that before. Yeah, so. everyone was really well prepared. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and there was there was just some. You had some some pretty stiff competition too. Yeah. Um, I thought I really thought though they were going to go for that zombie movie because oh, yeah. she had everybody <laughs> rolling and was just like so natural. But your um, the subject of your documentary was. It's just, it's very personal to you. Can mm -hmm. you um, talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, my dad worked as a chicken catcher for 20 years. And it was just always something that I was interested in, perhaps film, like making a doc about. Um, I actually, when I was like 15, I had like a really rinky dink, like Fuji film camera that I took and asked him if I could go to work with him. Mm -hmm. Like, if my mom would take me to, like, film him a little bit. He was like, yeah, sure. Like, he was, like, very, <laughs> why do you care <laughs> about what I'm doing? Um, but, yeah, I had always thought about doing it. And then I was, like, stuck home here. Like, I couldn't go back to New York. So I was like, okay, well, I should do something while I'm here. And I'm applying for grad school. So one of the questions is, like, pitch. Like, think of what a good feature film would be, doc or narrative write down a pitch like and I was like thinking 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 I was like oh like I could finally do this that I've been like wanting to do for so long my dad's been out of it now for I think like four years mm -hmm. um but a lot of his friends are still um in it a lot of family friends of ours are still working as chicken couchers if not that they're like in factories or they're at processing plants so um yeah I feel like Anyone who grows up in Northwest Arkansas is very aware of the poultry industry here. And there's just not a lot of people who know about the profession of chicken catchers mm -hmm. and just like how it affects them, like men like physically, mentally. Um, it's like grueling work. Mm -hmm. And anytime I've talked to my dad about it, I'm like, oh my God, like this this needs to be like People need to know more about this. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it's just really personal to me. I feel like it's such an important story. And it's honestly gone worse um, because now with, like, changing legislation and stuff, like, there's a lot of indigenous children from Mexico who are now working as chicken catchers here, um, which is, like, terrible, you know. I can't, like, 
my dad, who was like, you know, 20 at the time when he started working, I was like, okay, that sucks for like a 20 year old. I can't imagine being like a child and doing yeah. the same work. So how young are they saying? Um, I've heard, you know, as young as like 12, like, you know, uh-huh. way too young to be working yeah. as a chicken coucher. Um, and it's, it's like, you know, they like physically are like grabbing these chickens and putting them into trucks. Mm-hmm. So they have like no protection. My dad had like a degenerative hip disease. Um, and it was just like exponentially worse because of his job. He broke a wrist at work one time and his employer was trying to get him to lie when he went to the hospital about where he got injured and stuff like that, you know, like they're not really caring about these workers. And he also got like an an eye disease from working there, like from rubbing his eyes. He got like the dirt from like the floor and stuff like went up into his eye and mm. it caused like a fungus. Oh so, yeah. And that's just like only my dad. Like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously it's like across the entire state. There's mm. hundreds of people who are working in as chicken catchers and they're, you know, experiencing the same stuff. Okay. And I imagine like trying to make a documentary about this, you've got to worry about things like since you're dealing with people who may or may not be documented workers, Mm -hmm. um, I imagine that there's certain boundaries that you have to work in within to protect people's identities. Yeah, it's it's definitely caused uh, difficulties, but I think that, um, you know, there's ways to work around it. There's like, you know, not including people's faces directly or not including their like exact voices and um, making being mindful of like having their like identities protected Mm -hmm. um, is really important in this film. And also because, you know, my dad is no longer in the work. um, It's easier for me to interview him and like ask him how, how his experience was. Um, So I'll still have like, you know, what it's like, Mm -hmm. but keeping in mind that these people should, you know, not face any retaliation from, you know, taking part of a film, you know, Right, just talking about their experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you expecting any backlash? Are you worried about anything like anything negative happening? I am worried because, you know, Tyson's like the world's second, like the entire world's second producer of poultry. Like they mm-hmm. are a huge company. And I am worried that they're going to, you know, um, take the film and, you know, take it in a negative way or not necessarily view it as how I want it to be viewed in that, like, this is something that systemically needs to change. Um, And they're also absolved in a lot of their, you know, direct connection to chicken catchers because they're, you know, privately contracted. They're not necessarily contracted under Tyson. Um, Mm. So I'm worried in some ways, but I'm also at the same time, I'm like, if they say something, I think it's honestly, like, it's going to be in my favor (laughs) if anything comes out of it. Um, So, yeah, I am a little worried. And, of course, like, my main concern is that none of the people who decide to take part in the film Mm -hmm. receive any backlash specifically. Um, But if the film itself, you know, like, poultry executives are not a fan, that's okay. I don't care. (laughs) Okay, so ideally, what um, what is... What do you 
what is the ideal takeaway for you? I think the ideal takeaway is to, one, like, educate people. I think a lot of people are just, like, not um, purposefully ignorant, but unknowingly ignorant about um, the things that go into getting chicken on their table. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, knowledge is power. People who know more um, about something are more willing to, you know, act on it. And Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that people will, you know, be inspired to do the same work that Magali's doing, that Venceremos, the um, nonprofit that's working with poultry workers now in Springdale um, is doing. You know, they are always asking for volunteers. If more people are willing to do stuff like that, then I think that's what the film, that the film was successful, you know. Okay, all right. And, um, and you will be screening this at next year's Fayetteville Film Festival. So how is, um, how's everything going right at the moment? So right at the moment, it's very, um, in its infancy stages, Mm -hmm. I've, um, launched social media Mm -hmm. (laughs) so far. Um, we're still applying for other grants, Mm -hmm. um, so that we can get more funding, um, and then get crowdfunding hopefully up soon. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we're hoping to start filming either towards the end of this year or the very beginning of next year. Um, and... That's where it's at. It's mm-hmm. it's doing well, I think, so far. I've been, like, working on it every day um, <laughs> since because I was like, oh, I actually <laughs> need to start working on this now. Um, but, yeah, we've been um, organizing. I've been trying to get people interested mm-hmm. and, like, aware that I'm making it. So Yeah, okay. Well, I'm sure this podcast will help. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm hoping so. <laughs> Um, okay, so tell us where we can keep up with this project and with you and what you're up to. Yeah, so the Instagram for the film is at Poultry Film. Okay. Very simple. And then we also have a Facebook page, and it's the full title, which is The Price of Poultry. Um, my website mm-hmm. is dianamakesfilms.com. Okay. <laughs> Very simple. And my Instagram is as well. And, um, yeah, we're posting. We're going to be very soon doing crowdfunding and, um, you know, getting the word out to people so that they're, you know, continuing to follow the project as it develops. Okay. All right. Well, thank you again, and congratulations on winning the Pitch Prize. I would have never guessed that you hadn't done that before. You you (laughs) did so well. I mean, I could tell you were speaking from the heart, and that was it was difficult, but you did an amazing job at the at the um, Pitch Prize contest, and I was very I was very interested in um, in your project, and just keep us updated on what you got going on. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Of course.